0: following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on
1: BICBP-radio.com. Okay, everyone places. This is the final scene. So let's make this one count.
0: Welcome to the Podducers. Lights, camera, podcast. Welcome back to the Podducers. I am the Wizard of Jaws, joined by the quote king, Austin Kelm. Uh, we took a little bit of a hiatus there. The uh, life kind of got away from us a little bit.
1: Dude, holidays, like, right? I mean, and just COVID nonsense and Christmas and New Year's, just like, what a nightmare combination all three of those things were.
0: Well, like we missed an episode or two prior to Thanksgiving
1: and then the oh, hunting hunting season. Yeah, right. And then, and then it like
0: just, just dove into December. And next thing we know, it's the second full week in January. And here we are. So um, we are back. That,
1: that, that Ron White quote, you ever forget? Happened to me all the time. It's our number one most thing. Uh, so we we are back. <laughs> We're
0: going to try to, I don't want to call it a reboot, but kind of reboot the, uh, the podducers here if. Listen, everything
1: else is getting rebooted. Why, why don't we get the opportunity? Like, whatever, that's fine. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're getting ahead of me a little bit, but uh, right, you know, the transitions, yeah, segues and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you know, okay, we're, we're not rebooting, but we're, we're restarting. We'll say we, we took a break, we're coming back, and we're going to try to get more consistent. And not only that, but we uh, you may see a, a little change in the production. Uh, mostly Austin taking a, a little bit more of a headman lead here, and me being here when I can be and when I can't. Uh, possibly hearing from other friends of ours and getting other people in on the uh, in on the ground floor here and uh, just kind of change it up and keep it fun. So other people like movies too, right? That's the thing. Sure, and uh, our our group of friends just has to ha- just happens to have this propensity to quote movies nonstop back and forth, and I'm actually one of the people you do that with the least,
1: right. And it's still so, a lot. It's still yeah. more than some people are comfortable with. And yet, you know, the life bottom.
0: Yeah. So craziness. Uh, I mean, between some other friends of ours and stuff. We're going to, you're going to see some, some new faces, some new voices, well, you won't see their faces, but you'll hear their voices. <laughs> and uh, we'll go from there. So let's uh, we're going to start off with, we're going to, we, we talked about it. We're going to a movie that went, I mean, it came out back in 1999. And it has been over over 20 years,
1: if you can believe it.
0: And we're bringing this up because they just released the fourth installment of this movie not too long ago. We're talking about the Matrix because the Matrix what was it. Resurrections, I think it was. Yes. called.
1: Yes. Yes. Just back came alive. Out. Right. Yes. So
0: here we are. We're doing the Matrix, which was absolutely groundbreaking at the time.
1: It was, it was. I mean, like that when he's dodging those bullets for the first time, it, it was like the coolest thing I had ever seen in a movie theater in my life. Now, I mean, I was twelve at the time, but right, it was still the coolest thing that I had ever seen. I mean, and even like you look back at some movies, like we've done Jurassic Park and some other things where things were groundbreaking and they were ahead of its time. This was like colossally ahead of its time. Like nobody was doing this kind of like stop filming this animation thing where they they were like doing it in splices and having them bend backwards and around bullets and stuff like, no, that was unheard of. Nobody was doing that.
0: Right. I mean, really the, the entirety of the, the CGI, everything was so, so cool. Like, right. And and the story in and of itself was fantastic. So
1: it uh, is, it gets a little convoluted. There's a little confusing, like two and three I had my ears smoking a little bit, but like the first one's actually okay to follow. You know what I mean, like, I don't this
0: is this is one of the movies that I think could have been a one off and been just fine.
1: Sure. Absolutely. It didn't need to be. Uh, well, I mean, it used to be a trilogy. Now it's a quadruple. Quadruple. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Exactly. There's four of them. It's a series now. Right. It's like <laughs> the Fast and the Furious. What are they on like 11? I don't even know. Uh, they're,
0: they're coming up on number 10.
1: There you go. Double digits. Big deal.
0: Yeah. So and allegedly the last one. Allegedly. Well,
1: right. right. I as mean, long as they're making u- money, they will continue to make them
0: plain and simple. That's just. They've gone to space. I don't know what else they can do. <laughs> right. Where else can you race streetcars as a street racer other than space?
1: Right. I love how we've gone from like street gangs and hoodlums to. Like legit superheroes now, like they're like, just like on, take, on a different taking level. on
0: taking on international governments and crime lords, uh, right. yep. driving down the side of a building in Abu Dhabi, and being in space.
1: It's just it's ridiculous, and I hate it. See, like those are the things you'd expect to see in the Matrix, where they can literally defy gravity and the laws of physics. Like that will be fine because it's it's set up to be that way. Not so much when you're just like an average Joe. I, I don't know. And like the cool part was like the the Matrix as a whole basically pitched this
0: idea that everything we know as people is fake it is a computer program visualization that we basically we're living the sims right while we're sitting in these pods being biological power for a race of sentient robots that have taken over the world
1: right That, that we as humans created and then, you know, as in it happens in most post-apocalyptic things, they took over. Right. Too smart and for their own good.
0: Too smart for their own good and realizing that, like, they need us to survive because we're their power source. Right. We, and... we darken
1: the sun. We, like, we humans, like, somehow set up some sort of bomb or, like, blocked up the sun thinking that the robots wouldn't be able to survive if they didn't have sunlight because that's their power source. And they're like, no, we can just eat humans. It's totally cool.
0: That's right. all the like, power
1: we need. And, and not even like they're not even eating humans. Humans are just plugged in like batteries. It's right. Like, right. Exactly. That they're like kind of like feeding off our life force, so to speak.
0: So this whole thing starts with um, Samuel Jackson, who is in every movie ever these days, and I love it. I could not get enough Samuel Jackson in my life. It 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 is is it? Oh no, it's not. I yeah, I do this so La- all the Lawrence, time.
1: Lawrence Fishburne. I yeah. Like, yeah. The,
0: the other bald guy.
1: Yeah. My I get bad. why you would say that. I get why you would say that, but no, they, definitely
0: Lawrence Fishburne. Sorry, yeah. my bad. Uh, so yeah, Lawrence Fishburne, looking like Samuel Jackson, <laughs> doing his doing his best Nick Fury impression. I,
1: I was just gonna say it looks just like Nick Fury.
0: Uh, comes into, Keanu Reeves's world and basically pitches this idea to him that like the world's not what you see. Uh, he's a hacker. He like he's a computer programmer by day and a hacker named Neo by night. And he starts questioning like the world around him in a way that people kind of might in this day and age. And except, I mean, it was 2000, 90, it was 90, it was 99. And he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll show you the world. The real world. Yeah. Red pill, um, blue pill. And, and that's, I mean, gives him the red pill, blue pill. Like you take the blue pill, you go, wake up in your bed. You believe whatever you want. You take the red pill and you get to stay in Wonderland and I'll show you exactly how deep the rabbit hole goes.
1: Right. Of course he
0: takes the red pill. Or the movie would have ended.
1: Right, yeah, right. The major, first matrix was nine minutes long. And he right. took the red pill. And it was like, no, the blue pill was like on the plus oh, side, right. he
0: movie. could have he could have saved us all a lot of time by taking the blue pill and not having to sit through three more matrix movies and the Animatrix. Right. And it just like because it, it really did. It just got more and more convoluted as it went.
1: Well, because it it was one of those things where like you had to build off the first one, fine, but it got. I as somebody who kind of under, I'm not a computer genius by any means. I'm not a computer programmer, but like I'm pretty tech savvy. But I I got lost in what they were trying to convey. In you know what I mean? Well, and I think they lost their way
0: because like the whole thing was they wanted to free as many people as they could from the matrix
1: itself. Right. Bring them into the real world, bring them into the real world where they are fighting machines like for real, like in spaceships and machine guns. It's like they're actual fighting the robots, really.
0: And it kind of it started to get a little convoluted on that end because you're like, okay, so you're looking for this dude who they refer to as the one and he can basically defy all laws in the Matrix. He can fly. He can move super fast. He can stop Stop bullets by thinking about it. Right. He was essentially a Japanese anime character in the real world. Right. I mean, barring yellow hair, putting putting
1: real world in quotes, but that was (laughs) the real Matrix world.
0: So like what we would consider what would look like our real world. He was basically spiky blonde hair away from being a Dragon Ball Z character and get out of my head. because I was
1: totally going to say like, yeah, he goes Goku and everybody and you said it. So there you go. I mean, and he can he can fight Mr. Anderson agent smith
0: yeah uh you know so he, he can fight agent smith toe-to-toe who is basically the matrix cheat code um we'll call him like a virus software almost but he's basically there to make sure that people like neo don't exist right and th- everybody else that is in the like neo's little conglomerate of conglomerate of people gets their just gets their face kicked in whenever they face agent smith and here right. comes even the Neo. people who
1: are in the real world, the people who like they get uploaded with Brazilian jujitsu and karate and like every martial art known to man. And they know every weapon system and know how to fly every helicopter and everything that you could possibly could. And agent Smith still beats them all down several of them at a time.
0: Yes. And then Neo except, comes except along. for Neo. Right. And then Neo comes along and that's why he's the one, but like, why does this dude having this insane power in the matrix help you in the real world, fighting real robots? We don't really ask that question in the first one. It just seemed as kind of cool as a way to like (laughs) give them the ability to unplug more people. Right. And the cool part is, and I don't know if you remember this part, but like they don't go and learn these, like there's a part where Keanu Reeves wakes
1: up and he's like, I know Kung Fu. Well, right. Well, they upload it, that they're like installing software in his brain
0: because they can do that. Yes. And so he like wakes up, they unplug him. He wakes up. He's like, I know Kung Fu. and. Morpheus is like, "Show me." Show so they me. plug right. them both in into a simulation of like a sparring a Kung session fu sparring dojo. Yep. And like they just go to town on each other. And now I give Keanu Reeves a lot of credit because he he took the time to learn a lot of what he actually did in the movie when it comes to He market. does
1: a lot of his own stunts.
0: Yes. A lot of his own stunts. Uh he also not only did, Again, not only did he do his own stunts, but he learned the actual techniques. It's not like he just learned a choreographed uh, like thing. that I actually read right. like some of the opening scenes took over six months to train for and set up and yep. four
1: days to shoot. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's insane. Well, I mean, it, it's a commitment to his craft. Um, one of the other cool little tidbits about the Matrix movies is that um, Keanu Reeves made almost no money off the movie. And it's not that he didn't make any money off the movie he got paid handsomely for his role as neo but he gave like 90 percent of his salary away to like the special effects crew and all the people who worked in the movie which in his words are the people who are responsible for making this movie what it was that he goes if you're gonna pay anybody it should be him right which is just another cool keanu reeves story that he's like the most down-to-earth generous guy in hollywood like nobody does what he does you know what i mean and he's just a really cool guy and everybody's really appreciative of him being on these projects, which I think is pretty badass. They're like, Hey, we're going to give you $20 million. And he gave 18 of it to everybody, like the Joe Schmoes who worked on the movie, which I right. think is pretty cool.
0: So it's actually pretty funny because uh, like, so we've been sitting here talking about how it's like hard to follow and a little convoluted at times. So part of this, it, like the studio itself insisted on there being a lot of explanatory dialogue in the movie because it would they have just, to be, because they described the screenplay itself as a script that nobody understood. Um, but Lawrence Fishburne said he didn't like, once he read the script, he didn't know why other people found it so confusing though. He had a doubt if the movie would ever be made because it was so smart. that right. basically it was, it was just a, a living existential crisis in movie form. Sure.
1: And that's the thing. And really the first one wasn't so bad. Like I get the first one. Yeah. And then they get into like, The key makers and different who's a computer program, who's not a computer program, like what their purposes are. It's it's very, very crazy. I mean, now cool action sequences all around some of the best fight scenes you will ever find in any movie. You know what I mean? From their training sessions to their shootouts in the middle of the street or in a hotel lobby, you name it. I mean, it is unbelievable.
0: It is so cool. Yeah, Uh, like really redefined
1: the action genre a little bit. I think so. I I think this one is on its own plateau and its own level. This isn't a diehard, you know, run of the mill. No action movie. Cause it would be easy for him to just kick, kick all their butts and like, and that's fine. Okay. Him and every other good guy ever. You know what I mean? Like it's just, that's just how it happens. But like in this movie, like the way he does it. And the the kind of like, well, I mean, we'll call them superpowers They're And the, basically in the matrix, they're, they're superpowers. You can stop bullets and you can, be so fast that no one can hit you that's a superpower um the way they were creative with using that was was pretty awesome they like i mean the hotel lobby scene i i if if it was ever at that part of the movie i would just stop and watch it right, you know I mean? like, right. Just, like just this scene and then i can move on i can go about my day very happy yeah i'm just gonna skip that just watch Not- him and trinity demolish 50 swat officers and just move on with my day that's fine
0: I'm yeah. Pretend- and, it, and it's one of those things where like you ca- like this, this to me isn't a movie that you catch like partway through and you're like, Oh, I got to finish watching it now. Like it's a movie. I see like, Oh yeah, that was cool. And then I move on. Like I, I don't need right. to stop and watch it because it comes out. I
1: agree with you. And we've talked about movies that like anytime they're on TV, I really would. It doesn't matter where they are. I would stop and watch them as good as I, as this isn't as much as I like this movie. I don't have this relationship with the matrix. oh like, I'm with you. I would go, Oh, that was pretty badass. I wonder what's on Netflix. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. I, I would, I would move on. Now, I will say, if I caught it from the beginning, it would hook me in. It would, you know what I mean. It would, I would be like, all right. Well, I, now the next two hours of my life are books. Like I would have to, yeah, finish it if I if I caught it in the beginning.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> some some interesting uh, fun facts about this. So Will Smith was approached uh, to play Neo, and turned it down to be in Wild Wild West. Which I mean, you and I like Wild Wild I West love a Wild lot, Wild West. Oh,
1: right? I mean, if, it's I if I like came across movie,
0: Wild Wild West on TV, I would stop and watch Wild Wild West, where I would not right. do that with
1: The Matrix. That is true, and their, their ratings are like not similar. No. <laughs> They're not, no, people universally like The Matrix more than they like Wild Wild West, but it's also it's also a different movie. Yeah, Wild West has got plucky comedic relief, and you know a, what ca- I mean? Like I, a
0: catchy rap song by Will Smith, uh,
1: right? It's, it's just not the same. I would, I would argue that Will Smith and Wow Wow West are like, I don't know, it's very Will Smith. It is a Will Smith-esque movie to do, it, you know what I mean? Whereas The Matrix yeah, it's, is not a Will Smith movie to do. It's
0: it's Men in Black set in the Old West. Sure.
1: Sure. I mean, it's
0: really what it is. Uh, and it's funny because he, he admitted that at the time he wasn't mature enough as an actor and that if he was given the role of Neo, he would have messed it up. Uh, he doesn't regret it saying that Keanu was brilliant, but he did note that if he was being cast as Neo, the studio wanted Val Kilmer to play Morpheus, uh, which obviously would have deprived us of Lawrence Fishburne's. Gr- <laughs> I mean, he was great as Morpheus. Neither
1: neither one of those things I think would have gone very well. Like I think the movie still gets made. Is there probably four of them, probably, but I don't I I don't think it would have gone as well. I think casting was was pretty spot on with a lot of this.
0: And one more funny part about that: Sandra Bullock was offered the role of Trinity but turned it down when she heard that Will Smith was wanted for the film who then regretted her decision because she would have been reunited with Keanu Reeves who she originally started with in Speed
1: in Speed right Yeah, kind of like kicked off their acting careers
0: yes so interesting little side notes there um i mean there's so much cool stuff in this like just the futuristic looks of their costumes and the, so like if 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 me and you were hanging out at not that we'd ever hang out at a mall for any reason, but if we were, and we saw like six people walking through dressed like people from the Matrix in 1999, even in 2001, we'd be like, where are these weirdos going? But in this movie,
1: those weirdos are trying to save the world. Right, right. And it's one of those things where like, it's, I feel like everybody knows what you're talking about. If you're talking about the Matrix, or you're talking about like dodging bullets or whatever, it, it's pretty ingrained in in society, where like people would, everybody knows what it is. Everyone, if like, again, if you went on a set in Halloween with like the glasses and the long trench coat, the people would be like, Oh, you're from the Matrix. Like, I got it. You know what I mean? It's pretty indistinguishable in that regard. Right. But it, it also, like, on the flip side, quotability, like, like a zero. Do like, you know what I mean? Like, I can't think of a single thing. Like, I quote everything. I, I can't think of a single thing from this movie that I, with any sort of regularity, would repeat. No. Or like, like what line. You know what I mean? I I don't don't have that going with this movie.
0: This movie has very little to no quotability. And a funny part is part of the the reason for that is before his final speech, Keanu Reeves never has more than five sentences in a row in dialogue through the entire movie until the very, very end. Right. So, like, it's just not one of those things that I, I... I mean, the most memorable thing is probably the Mr. Anderson.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's like his, and he says that a lot. I mean, through all four movies now, it's always Mr. Anderson. But I mean, yeah, I don't, yeah, there's no, you know, in, in regards to an action movie, there's no corny tough guy phrases. There's no catch Schwarzenegger catchphrase. Like nobody ever says, make my day or I'll be back. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's none of that. It's yeah, just. Yeah. There, there's no yippee-ki-yay, mother no effers. There's yeah, no... Right. You got it. Exactly.
0: I'll be back or you've been terminated. Like this
1: is weird. one of those, like they, if, a, if a picture speaks a thousand words, then that's kind of that was like the basis of the movie. You know what I mean? Like they just, they're we're going to let the cinematography and the action seek sequences like speak for the movie that it's not going to be the dialogue. It's going to be the coolest stuff you've ever seen in a movie theater. Yeah. I, I, and I got to say it was probably a good way to go. Right. It was a good path.
0: Yeah. It, I mean, it really did. I mean, and I'm, I like, I just pulled up a list of quotes and like, oh, don't try to bend the spoon. That's impossible. Instead, only try to realize the truth. What's the truth? There is no spoon. There is no spoon. Like, that's not quotable.
1: Yeah, I'm right never right. going to leave you be like, there is no spoon. <laughs> you, no, it's stupid, but like, I might know what you're talking about, but it's not. It's tough to slip any one of these into like normal everyday conversation. I mean but references though I mean people all tell like I don't know when I was in middle school and early on in high school it was like you know maybe we're in the something weird would happen and you go maybe we're in the matrix and somebody would be like you're stupid no we're not and be like how would you know that's the point of the matrix you know what I mean like it's like the philosophical maybe you don't know
0: I think the the biggest tie to like everyday reference that this would have would be like there was a point in our in our youth and childhood i guess you'd call it where we were playing we were we were playing basketball in gym class and out of frustration i threw a basketball at you and you ducked it, it. Happened, yeah it does happen. like yeah yeah i mean and that was like oh my god dude i was like it was like the matrix like that's that's the 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 biggest infiltration to everyday life that this movie has is right like, if, if you dodged anything <laughs>
1: quickly yeah a little bit then you were, were pulling a matrix move
0: or like caught something that like looked almost impossible to be caught or whatever. And it's like, like that, that was, that was the extent of it. Like there was, again, no, no quotes, no, like it it didn't redefine the way people spoke, acted, dressed, nothing. And for a movie, I mean, this movie, I, I think back very fondly on this. I mean, it's eight and 8.7 out of 10 on IMDb, which is one of the highest
1: movies that we've ever reviewed. Like, you know what I mean? Like we've done. Out of 1.8 million people, having almost a nine is it's got to be right up there as one of the highest things we've done. And then when you compare them to like movies like Forrest Gump or, you know, what I mean, some of the other movies that are like all time classics that we've done things that are Oscar nominated movies that have won Academy Awards. Nope. The Matrix yeah. is the highest rated movie that we've done. A well, of all things.
0: I think it was because it was so trend setting and different when it came sure. to like movies as a whole. Like it was a, a new concept. I mean, we were on the cusp of Y2K at the time where you know people were freaking out that the right. the world was going to crash and then like all the world's nukes were going to launch at the same time and we we're going to go into a post apocalyptic nuclear winter and all this other crap. And then the Matrix comes
1: out. It's like, well, even if you did, maybe it's fake. <laughs> right, yeah. We're, what what better way to like be worrying about Y two K and all the computers crashing than a movie to come out about computers that and robots that take over the world?
0: Oh yeah, to, to <laughs> cool. To watch, to watch a movie that basically tells you you're a simulate you're in a simulation, <laughs> like, right? You're,
1: everything you know is not real. Oh. Right. All mm-hmm, right.
0: So I mean, it, and I think that's why this one rates so high is because it was so different. It was so trend setting. It it was just so. It was
1: unique. There yes. was nothing else like this. And it was, again, the the special effects, like
0: all of the every aspect of this movie set the bar going forward. Right. And here's the problem with that. It was a very intelligent script. I mean, we've heard like different actors and actresses comment on it. And, you know, people say like how confusing it was and how it like the the script and the screenplay were like above them uh, intellectually. Mm -hmm. And then you made two more. And the only way to, to, to continue on this is to try to keep raising the bar in all the ways you originally raised the bar, which means trying to make it even smarter. And it got to a point where, like, it just wasn't fun. It didn't make sense. Like, both main characters died, but somehow saved the world. I,
1: I don't even know. And now they're back again. You know, I, spoiler I, alert. They had to come back for the fourth movie. Right? Which is why it's called it's not Resurrections. A new, right. Yes. Yeah, not, not, not a new cast or anything. And
0: here's here's this and this might be a bold claim or a hot take, if you will, but the John Wick movies
1: Mm -hmm. ruined the Matrix. You think so? Yes, because being good or being similar,
0: mostly on being really good, but like some of the groundbreaking stuff from the Matrix was the like all these cool, amazing things that Neo could do because he was in the matrix and because he kind of kind of you know crashed the mode a little bit if you will and John Wick he I mean he did a lot of I mean aside from stopping and dodging bullets like but like a lot of the fight scenes and action scenes aside from dodging bullets stopping bullets and flying he pretty much did everything in John Wick that he did in the matrix right which is a true like meant to be in the actual quote unquote real world so like Watching the Matrix back, being like, hey, you need to be in a computer program to do that. John Wick could do it because you killed his dog. <laughs> right. He did in real life because he wanted to. He didn't have to be plugged in anything. But and, and yeah. then it, it, to make it worse, Keanu Reeves in the new one looks like John Wick.
1: Yeah, with the long hair and everything else like that. Yeah, he,
0: he looks like he decided that Neo... It looks like Neo decided that when he entered the Matrix next time, he wanted to look like the movie character John Wick, and he does.
1: And it, it in the you, first Matrix, he's got like he's got shorter, shorter hair, right? That's the, yes. Yeah,
0: he's and got then the obviously when he's in
1: the real world, they're all shaved bald. Yes, or you know, most of them don't have hair in the quote real world, but in the Matrix, he's got yeah. I don't want to say it's not a crew cut, but it's it's certainly no, it's short. just that
0: it's that pre replacements Keanu Reeves hair. <laughs>
1: yeah right and then he got he got much longer hair after yeah that. he
0: he decided to look like jp lossman when he played in the replacements and never looked yeah. back cool cool guy hair is what yeah, I call surfer that. Boy it's cool hair. guy long hair
1: I see that it's it's a real popular thing now It it's all over like baseball players all these kids that i see at my facility and stuff like that they're like everybody's got long hair i was like dude when you get a haircut like, oh man no, i like it how do you see the ball i, I don't know i move my hair out of the way oh okay got yeah
0: yeah oh, uh we last year we had uh Face mask Gators made for my team, and three kids with longer hair ended up using them as headbands instead of face Gators.
1: <laughs> You're right,
0: but yeah, I mean, it, did you see the
1: new one? Have you seen? I did. Yeah, and my wife and I sat down and watched it. It's so bad. That movie yeah. was awful. It's, I mean, it's what you'd expect from doing a reboot 20 years later. I mean, which, like, did I enjoy it? Sure. Like, I don't regret watching it. You know what
0: I mean? But I like, do. I do really. <laughs> oh my god! It dude. Was, if it, if I it had to give fine, the new like, one like, if I had to give the new one a rating, I would give it 0. 0.5. Ooh, and the half
1: o- a clicky clacker. And is... the only
0: clicky clacker. The only the reason it gets half a clicky clacker is you get 0. 0.5 for nostalgia. But I mean, it, like the whole thing was just unnecessary. It was there was no need for it. No, like no, there was no story advancement. The people died at the end of the third one, and you brought them back, and decided to like reintroduce them to the simulation. Like it just
1: it, right. It's almost like they started all over again. Do you know what I mean? Like, if, yeah. Is it like, oh, you're in a new Matrix? Oh, okay. And right, you're in, so and, and it's new stuff, and like all the stuff that happened is kind of like, well, whatever, because you're in a new one now. Oh, all right. Do you know what I mean, like, it's weird you, that way. You,
0: you you basically said the first three movies don't matter. The machines found a way to overcome and we're going to do it again. Right. Why do I care? Like, it's just it was awful. It was terrible.
1: It was stupid. And I hated it. I mean, no, maybe we'll get further because obviously they're not done. There's going to be a Matrix five and a six. I don't know if they're going to do another full trilogy thing or I don't know as much as they feel like, but. I mean, maybe, maybe yeah. we'll get more information going forward as to why things are and for the way they are. But to this point, you're, we, we don't have much. <laughs> we don't have much to go on.
0: Yeah, until all of a sudden you, we end up getting like the, the prequel trilogy that's like Tyler Perry's Matrix or something and how the Matrix got built and like the backstory behind all of it. It's it just, at this point, it just seems like making a movie for nostalgia purposes, just for the sake of nostalgia purposes when it could have been so good, it could like, you could have found ways to make it good. And you didn't, you just, it it felt like you built up to this epic number four, 20 years later, blah, blah, blah. Let's retell the same damn story for no damn reason. Right.
1: And see now, like now I understand it's different. It's not quite the same thing, but like, have you seen the new ghostbusters? I have not. So like I have really, really liked it. Like, unlike The Matrix, where I was like, well, yeah, it was all right. You know, I'm not in a point where, like, oh, there's two hours. I'll never get back. It was, like, I really, really enjoyed The Ghostbusters. Good tie-ins to the classic stuff. You know what I mean? Like, tried together with the original, but also, like, Paul Rudd, a new cast. You know what I mean? But really was very well done, I felt. You know what I mean? And to your point, this one, not so much. Like, I didn't feel like, so, like, with the girl, the all-female Cast of Ghostbusters, I feel like they were just trying to like cash in on, like you know, like let's make a Ghostbusters movie, but it really had no real tie-ins to the first two at all. You know what I mean? Well, and, and I feel I, like that that was that was a movie that you made like I felt like you were making it just to make money, which I I'm not oblivious to the fact that that's what Hollywood does all the time. But it doesn't mean you have to make a crap movie either. You know what I mean? You can make a good movie and make money.
0: Well, and I, and I think that's something like with that with that the Ghostbusters remake or whatever that that they pretty much just said is not part of the Ghostbusters franchise. It's just a movie by the same name. Like it's not part, it's, they, they don't consider it canon. It's not part of anything like which the,
1: with the new, the new one or the, the all girl one, the,
0: the all girl one.
1: Right. Well, and it's, and I, and I want to say like, I have something on social media or whatever, or maybe it was Twitter that um the, the girls that the women that were in it, like Melissa McCarthy and, and, uh, Kate McKinnon and those girls were like, we're pissed that they are somebody that somebody came out and flat out said that they're like, yeah, no, we sell a box set of Ghostbusters movies. It's one, two and afterlife, which just came out now. And they were pissed that they're like, why aren't we being included? And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe because you make no reference to the first ones, maybe because you don't mention Spangler or Egon or right? you're like, you don't mention anybody in well, the <laughs> first two movies or make any references to it. why, why would they include you?
0: And And your movie flopped like you that, well, you I'm were handed else. you were handed the keys to a ferrari uh, right like, which it could have been really good and now here like here's the thing who is who are the what what is the demographic that's going to be like fired up to go see a ghostbusters movie
1: nerds i don't know <laughs> like I, generally <laughs>
0: speaking dudes from
1: 25 at the
0: absolute youngest to probably 55 to 60. Right. Like that, that's, who's going to be excited to go see that. I know people, I, I know women who like the Ghostbusters movies, but I don't like, I don't know people like want, who wanted to be Ghostbusters when they were younger, who wanted to be like, that's like saying like, Oh, a girl who's like, a, like a Power Rangers movie or a Ninja Turtles movie. It, it just, it was in that genre that when we were younger and we were kids was kind of dominated fandom wise by young males right and you made a movie with an all female female cast which is fine but you basically created a feminist propaganda movie under the title of one of our beloved childhood things and and that's how i kind
1: of feel about it right that you were just kind of trying to be woke with everything and and that's fine like i guess it like it is what it is it's not like i hate them for doing it but like i don't know don't be super pissed then when you know what I mean? Like when it doesn't do well, I really, and to that end, it's not like you couldn't have. So like, again, I mean, I don't want to say like spoiler alert, but like in the new Ghostbusters, like really the main person in the movie is, uh, I don't know. She's probably 12 or three. She's a, it's, a, it's a girl. It's a 12 year old girl who is the granddaughter of Spangler. Right. Do you know what I mean? And she's super smart. She's very into science and, and, and not is for nothing. the main protagonist of the whole movie. Great start. Great start. Automatic right. tie in. Right. And you know what I mean? A girl, and like, girl and it,
0: who's related to someone from the original. Group.
1: Correct. And it like nailed it. it. In the, the first movie's right. So it's not like you, it's not like I'm again, like it's not like you can't have a female lead or like, no, a female Ghostbusters is not allowed. Like in the new one, like two of the, the people who like strap on the proton packs are, are girls. Like it's fine. It's great. It, like I said, super enjoyed it. Really right. love the movie. Great tie-ins across the board. It, it felt like the one that came out in 2016 was deliberately trying to be a woke movie. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, you were trying too hard. I, it was unnecessary. It didn't need to be. And again, whatever.
0: Like you were handed the keys to a Ferrari. All you had to do is be like, listen, these are the, I, I don't care if they're daughters, stepdaughters, nieces, whatever of the original cast. So right. like when I first, when I first saw it, when uh, when my I heard who who I knew that went and saw it in theaters because they were excited about it but I was like so wait like are the girls like related to the original cast or anything or is there even like a cameo or a mention they're like no no yeah, total, had, like a total nothing, random remake right nothing to do it was like they tried to remake the movie and make it their own and all they really did was just it, it was just woke for the sake of being woke and I mean we're seeing more and more these days you know, the, the idea of go of, of, of get woke, go broke. Like if you're, if you're making a movie and you want to be inclusive, that's fine. But when you shove it down people's throats, Uh, it's not going well.
1: Right. But yep. Well, I mean, and that's indicative of, of how the movie did. Do you know what I mean? And 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 why the the new one has gotten such positive fanfare. You know what I mean? It's just. The and proof's and again, in the pudding, it, as they say, it, it just it,
0: it found ways to include people. It found ways to not really alienate anybody except for the, five, the four who made the 2016 remake. Everyone seemed to be pretty happy with it. So, yep. Uh unlike the Matrix Resurrection, <laughs> which was unlike the original Matrix, which was fantastic.
1: Correct. I think we're, we're on the same page here. right? Not, I guess we usually are. Yeah. But there are a couple of Will Ferrell movies and stuff like that that we have opposing views on. But this one, I feel like we're pretty, pretty copacetic.
0: Yeah. I also like this idea of like talking about movies that are coming out that are either remakes or continuations of movies that have been out for a while, because that's kind of what Hollywood's doing. There's no original idea anymore. There there. are,
1: you got it. There are no original ideas. 100% nailed it.
0: There are no new things. So... But uh, that being said I think that's gonna wrap it uh real quick what's uh what do you give the original matrix out of clicky-clacky things
1: ooh the original one I mean uh it gets way more than a 0.5 for me it's gonna no be, kidding. uh it's gonna be at least four or four to five for me four to five
0: I, I'm gonna go four out of five as well giving it an eight out of ten for us eight uh, eight point seven out of ten on IMDB so we're pretty much in the ballpark there so yeah I think uh, I think that's gonna wrap it up for the the reboot. The reboot. The right.
1: Hey, yes, sir. The reboot.
0: Producers reboot. And uh so quote king, thanks for joining me, man.
1: Appreciate for, it, uh, man. carving thanks, out man. some
0: time. And you yes, know sir. we look we look forward to you kind of taking the lead here and you know keeping this thing rolling. We have the most good movies planned. We're gonna be rolling. All the movies. So all uh, the movies. I guess that being said, we're gonna do uh that's gonna wrap it for the producers. producers part of the BACBP Radio Network, wwwbacbp radiocom slash podducers uh spotify apple podcast google podcast amazon music find us on facebook the producers like follow share subscribe do all the cool stuff and that'll do it for us for the quote king i am the wizard of jazz and cut hi uh, i'm dr d i'll be your attending position today uh what seems to be the problem doc i i, I don't know I, I i look around me and uh, at the world and everything it's just it's just so weird well, how so Everything's just so different. I don't know. I, I notice this stuff all the time. Hmm. Let's see. That seems pretty serious. But, uh, you know, there, there's really only one thing I can prescribe to you for you know a time like this, and that's some common debauchery. What's that? Common debauchery is a show about all the weirdness in life in 2021. It's sure to bring laughter to your life and help you get through. Tune into Common debauchery every Tuesday on the BICBP-radio network, or dial it up on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Common debauchery. The world's weird. Why
1: not laugh about it?